0: Welcome back to another episode of the Circle of Knowledge podcast. This is your host, John Kowatch, Jr. I'm really excited to introduce our guest speaker today and our guest, ho- uh, the, the person I will be interviewing today. Um, we are, If you're watching the live, um, I'm not in my normal spot. I'm in a different studio location and uh, we're working out some fun awesome difficulties Techno- technologically but it's been it's been awesome we've been able to do this so far if you've been listening regularly on the show you know that i've been mobile for the last uh let's say three weeks and uh it's good to be back it's Good to be in a new location, but we're just uh, adjusting to some awesomeness. Uh, again, as your host of the of the uh, Circle of Knowledge podcast, Champion Circle is enrolling new members and its networking association. <clears throat> we are still based out of Salt Lake City, and we'll be slowly expanding into the north as well as. That sounds like I'm a, a, what you, a weather person. The the Champion Circle will be evolving into the north as we grow our uh, networking association opportunities to connect, learn, and build through the mastermind methodologies, as well as the recreational fund that should be involved in how we connect is the philosophy we live by. I'm really excited to introduce our guest on today's podcast, and let me introduce you guys to Morgana Ray. And Morgana Ray is an international uh, number one best-selling author. She's a speaker and a seven-figure life and business coach for 28 years. She has lots of experience in this regard. Um, she's the inventor of the financial alchemy, a coaching method, and Morgana guides entrepreneurs, innovators, healers, and humanitarians to heal the rift between heart, spirit, and money to save the world as only they can. I'm really excited to get to know this individual. And Morgana, thank you so much for joining me on the virtual knowledge
1: podcast. Oh, very happy to be here. Hello. <laughs>
0: Uh, Thank you. And you said you're joining us today from uh, uh, Southern California.
1: Sunny Southern California with gardeners in the background. I don't know if you can hear it. Hopefully they'll be done soon.
0: (laughs) That's fantastic. And uh, do you personally like to garden? Is that a a part of your lifestyle?
1: Yeah. You know, well, especially for the last couple of years, it's it's when we're home so much. yeah, owning a house gives me, you know, this is what being a grown up is. Like, if I want to paint walls purple, I can paint walls purple. Haven't, but I could. And, and yeah, just growing things and uh, vegetables, fruit, lots of fruit trees. And yeah, you know, something about life and the cycles. And I didn't know we had cycles in Southern California, but oh my God, plants will totally psych you out and they will pretend to be dead and once they've convinced you that they're dead they come back to life uh which is just a really nice reminder for i think money flow and economic cycles that you know life psychs you out to make you think that things are hopeless and if you just go a little farther boom it comes back and it comes back big
0: Wow. I love that. I can't wait to learn from you more. But before we get into your, your knowledge in business and business and, and and what you've done for coaching and all of that, uh, tell us about you, you uh, where you've come from, how you came to be Morgana Ray today. That rhymed. And I didn't mean it to, but that was uh, awesome.
1: <laughs> well, that's an interesting question where I came from. Um, and this is going to be so completely off topic, but you asked. Um, my grandmother co-created the very first Renaissance pleasure fair in the world back in the 60s. I've counted the months, and I think that there's a very strong possibility that I was conceived at one of those fairs. Hence my ridiculous name, Morgana, after King Arthur's sister, which is not Renaissance, but it's the same kind of you know historical fantasy world. And how I got to what I do now, is I was always that, uh, honestly, I was the child who could see into people. And unfortunately, I was often the child who helped the adults make sense of their circumstances, tune into who they really are, you know, be more resourceful. Not appropriate for kids, but that has always been my talent. And I've grown up with these questions about well what what are we humans what what are we why are we here what is this universe we live in what is the nature of it scientifically metaphysically what is it and how do we have a better experience while we're here and And I was thinking these things as a kid. And then I ran off to college in Massachusetts because I didn't have any circus skills, but I had good grades. And I got a degree in religion asking those same questions. What is it to be human? What is the nature of the universe? And how do we have a better experience? Came back to LA, did the obligatory actor thing, was terrible at it. but you you have to do it it's like it's 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 like a contract you have to do it if you live in la but that led me to this very very early burgeoning just starting to happen profession of coaching where i became a coach for people in the entertainment industry in 1994. wow when dinosaurs roamed the earth (laughs) and and for me it was like a vacation from the insecurity and self-obsession of being an actor Mm. and if you if you want evidence of that you just watch the oscars Um, (laughs) but when i was helping other people win awards book tv series sell films i felt better about myself I had better relationships with others. I was happier. So I was like, after a year of like booking a lot of terrible films, I said, that's enough for me. And I've been a coach ever since. Wow. And I had a reputation early on because my first time out the gate, within weeks, clients were winning awards, booking series, selling films, all that kind of stuff. So I had this reputation very early on. And here's the punchline. I couldn't make money and it wasn't that people didn't have money and it wasn't that uh i wasn't getting results for people i was getting mountains of testimonials i'm also a good student so i i had the marketing dialed in i was taking every class on marketing on sales so i would just get more coaching certifications and I become a master of Ericksonian hypnosis and master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming and, and co-active relationship and organizational systems coaching. And, you know, just throw throw them in, you know, your, your, your big store shopping cart. And I was just getting more and more skills. And I was struggling to make $100 a month flying out of town every two weeks to get more trainings on either selling or coaching, working with a coach, living in Los Angeles, which doesn't even pay your cable bill. And I was doing everything I was told. I'm a good student. Like I was a National Merit Scholar after a catastrophic catastrophic car accident and head injury in 1983. So I'm a good student. And it didn't matter. And the reason I'm blabbing on the way I am is because I am talking to anybody out there who has done the work, hired the coaches, did what you were told to do, whether it's money or love or health or whatever, you know, you've been reading the books, you've been doing everything and you can't figure out why you aren't getting ahead, whether it's why you aren't making money why you aren't losing weight, why you aren't attracting the love of your life, because I've been on all those rides. I am speaking to you because there's this, we have this, you know, idea that the world is this Newtonian place. Also, we're sold this all the time in marketing. Do this, get this result. Well, what if you're doing it and you're not getting the result? I'm speaking to you. Because what I have found, especially for, you know, the real hard worker overachievers, and it's so freaking unfair. If you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing and you aren't getting the results and it doesn't make sense, something is going on under the surface. You are not wrong. You are not a self saboteur. You are not a loser. You are not a failure. But what you are probably doing very successfully, and by the way, it's commendable is you are probably protecting yourself from a threat. And that threat is getting in the way of what you want. So you are not a loser. You're actually very successful at protecting yourself. The problem is the protection can cause you harm. So what we need to do is with total respect and compassion and love for you we need to uncover what is the threat what is the danger so we can make what you want safe and that's when things happen big and fast by the way like very recently i just led my my money goddess retreat in mexico in september and in four months my client anna made 1.2 million dollars And I have a lot of stories like that, by the way, that is totally not the fastest like that, Uh that took, you know, what took you so long? Actually, no, it's great. (laughs) But it, it things need to shift when you are that smart overachiever and you're working hard and doing stuff. I really, really want to get it into you that. It's not your fault but it is your responsibility because only you have the ability to respond. And so what I want to do is I want to help. Is I and I'm and I'm not going to tease you and say if you want to learn more go to, you know, page 36 of my book. No, I'm going to try in the time we have. I'm tr- going to try to give you every secret that I can cram in and force feed you like a French goose, which is a horrible analogy and I do not support that (laughs) at all. Apologies. Cancel, cancel, cancel. But I am going to try and give you everything I can in the tiny time that we have and then point you to resources, free and fee, whatever you choose. It's totally up to you because I believe transformation needs to be available to everybody wherever you are on on your journey. So I was in that place. I changed my relationship with money. I'm going to Walk you through how I did that, and I've made millions of dollars since. The person who was struggling to make a hundred dollars a month, because, by the way, full disclosure, I'm one of those wacky Southern California spiritual types. We can't help it; it's in the water. And my parents named me Morgana and started a Renaissance Fair. Uh, so you know, and then I major. I go to like an expensive East Coast college and major in religion. So obviously, money was never really my top value to begin with. <laughs> but if you don't make it that stops life literally money is serious and it's the reason i focus on it as a coach at least as the first step as the pain door once you're inside and money is no longer the problem then we get to play with all the other stuff the fun stuff but Money is the number one excuse human beings have given me over almost 30 years for what we can't have, do or be. So I want to get rid of that block so that we can really face the real stuff. And it's a juicy place to look because money represents life. All of our garbage around our love, ability, and our value and our safety and power is going to show up in money whether you are on public assistance or a billionaire because i have coached that full spectrum that's where i come from
0: that's awesome and i i I have a few more questions for you but i also wanted to share one quick thing is that as a a former uh, accountability coach i've worked with thousands of professionals on their daily goals and, and, and and i relate to a lot of what you just described and you know, many many times when when a client was at that breaking point, uh, many of them would have that moment where they just ask, like, why can't why can't people just tell me what to do and I'll do it and it'll be absolutely right? And I know that you have so many great answers for this. And you know, it's funny as a as a. As an athlete, I also had that thought like, why can't I just shut off my brain, let the machines and the coaches and all the things turn me into this mechanical superstar and then just do it. And it's so funny how we as humans, which I love that you brought up the the protection theory, because as humans, that is the most natural and humane thing for us to decide is why can't we just turn it all off and be our best? But there's so much more to it in that humanity, and so I I, I could see in your uh, your smile, you're like, yes, let's get into this. Let's talk about. Well, I, that yeah, those, you
1: course just course. brought up so much great stuff. Like, why can't somebody just tell me what to do? Is right. like saying, why can't somebody else learn my life lessons for me and then <laughs> give me a pill? Because there, the world is full of people who have great suggestions, but one of the one of my bugaboos about the coaching world because i've really been in this since kind of its birth and i've been watching it go through a lot of cycles first you know figuring out what it is and learning how to be effective and then then the profession went through but how do we like run it as a business and then it went way into it becoming uh online marketing and sales and not coaching And that's caused a lot of damage. And the bottom line is that coaching really isn't telling somebody what to do. That's teaching a class or reading a book. Uh, Coaching is so individual and at its best, it's drawing forth the answers from the client because human beings know themselves the best. And we do get in our way from a very well-intentioned protective place. Again, you know, like my favorite thing to say is change happens at the speed of safety. And I have a talent for going to really, really deep ruthless places because I can create that safe container where people let me go into those places where they couldn't go safely alone or with somebody else. And that's, that creates the energy, it's like a slingshot. So there's this whole thing in personal development, which, you know, law of attraction, universal laws. I was a math science, national merit scholar. Universal laws are things like, you know, opposites attract. Not like, you, when they talk universal laws, I'm like, what law of physics is that? Now, I do believe in a strong tendency of attracting when things are safe, but. There's this whole sort of good vibes only fear-based psychology. Mm -hmm. And as if the law of attraction gods are going to punish you for having a victim experience or having a sad thought or being in a bad place, and that's actually not how life works. And that's not how transformation works. I mean, I'm, by the way, transformation does not have to be painful. Sometimes we go to painful places. Sometimes we just, sometimes it feels good. So I don't think we have to suffer for change. I think suffering is overrated. But if you're going to have horrible, traumatic victim experiences, hello, then I say, let's use them. You know, let's use them, let's milk it. This is this is the science of alchemy. Alchemy is the transmutation of lead as in lead in human experience into gold. So if you have lead, don't hide it, dig it up and use it. And that's, that's why after all the beautiful vision boards and affirmations, and, oh my God, I tried everything. I did the rebirthing, Google it. Um, (laughs) You know, I have a lot of friends who would wave their hands and change my DNA and none of it worked. I was still making $100 a month. And I was, and even that was looking sketchy, like that was gonna go any moment. And people wanted to hire me, but I had this magical power to repel them, which is, I really want to impress you here. So I taken like every marketing class. I had all these testimonials. you know, really good marketing copy. I was speaking, doing everything. And I took this class on overcoming sales objections where, you know, if somebody says, oh, I'd love to, but I can't afford it, or I don't have time or blah, blah, you know, there are scripts. The, and and anytime anybody says, learn the magic words, right? So I, I was like, oh, yes, please, please, please. So I took the class. I learned the magic words. I used the scripts. I am a really good student. So seven people in a row, I overcame their objections and seven people in a row did not show up and did not pay me and that was that was the final straw that was I give up God take me off the planet I don't want to play F you all I you universe hates me I hate you back I don't want to be here it's actually a very dangerous scary heartbreaking infuriating place to be I just You know, I not only was I not making money, I was spending way into deficit, trying to figure it out. And here's what turned it around. I had a coach. I can't afford rent, but I had a coach. I had a great coach. I've been working with him for months. We were trying everything. Nothing was working. And I was in that dark place. When my coach got this weird, old, inspired idea to ask me a question that worked on me in that moment. And he asked me, Morgana, if your money was a person, who would your money be? And that was the question that changed my life because I was already in such deep pain. It doesn't work as an intellectual exercise. You have to be you have to be activated that way. And I'll I'll go into that later. Um, you'll have to remind me because I go on tangents. Uh, in that moment when he asked me that question, I had never thought that way before, but instantly I saw this big, scary, dirty, violent biker who caused fights and terrified me. And by the way, I am a terrible, terrible visualizer. If you want to torture me, give me a guided visualization and tell me to sit by a river and I will spend the next 45 minutes trying to decide which river. But when you're in that emotional place and your brain is just overwhelmed, that's like that's when it came in really easily. And I was shocked because I didn't know that I felt that way about money. Big, scary, dirty, violent, terrifying. Hear the contempt and Fear in my words. I didn't know I felt that way about money. But when it was a person, suddenly this abstract concept became real. As real as you are right now. And I knew that there was no way that I could have money in my life if it was that guy. Because people are real. Realer than abstract concepts. We know it better in our bones, in our DNA. We've all had relationships with people, good people and bad people. Your experience of relationships with bad people comes in really, really handy right about now.
0: Yeah.
1: And it was that aha moment where it's like, oh, my God, no wonder. And I knew it didn't matter what I did or how hard I worked or how consistent I was, or how well I did it, my core being had to keep distance from this guy 24-7. And there was nothing I could do that would override that. I had to get rid of that guy. I had to get rid of that dynamic. It only became real when I made it a person. So I got rid of him. I do that better now than I did then, because at the time it was just kind of, you know, accidental. I've learned a lot, a lot since then. Necessary to do it for other people. Uh, So I got rid of the monster. Yay. I live in Los Angeles and I have no relationship with money. That's not good. So I had a new crisis. And by now I'm on my own coaching call is over. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, I have to have a relationship with money. And by the way, I'm not saying it with any joy. If you've ever been in a really horrible relationship and a really horrible breakup, you know you are in no hurry to get into that again. And I had no frame of reference for relationship with money that was not demoralizing and and causing fights and doing terrible things in the world and just making me feel bad about life i really sure i love to spend buy things but i didn't want to have anything to do with money itself and and i didn't know what it would be like to have a different kind of relationship so i thought to myself well who could i want in my life so much so much Who would be so wonderful that i'd be willing to have a relationship with that person even if it's money, like, well, just it, this person's wonderfulness will override the money part. And it was really important that I approached it that way by putting the love first, because if you replace the money monster with a new kind of what have you done for me lately, money, huh? You're back in a relationship with a money monster where you have no power and you're easily victimized. So that's that's and there's no love there. That's the same old thing. So I thought to myself, who could I want so much? And being the ridiculous romantic fool that I am, the person who showed up was a cute guy. (laughs) So cute. Cute, clean cut, romantic in a tuxedo and a bouquet of red flowers in love with me. like As if he's going to take me off to the theater wanting to woo me delicious, so like yum. And that was going to be my new relationship with money. And there was a weird twist to it. Not only was I like flabbergasted by this notion that money loved me and wanted to woo me, but I also had a sense that he was really vulnerable and I have been breaking his heart for years by pushing him away. And that's important because in this paradigm, as a coach, my job is to always advocate for your personal power and your agency, not to give it away to some money honey fairy while you sit on the couch and visualize pots of gold like in The Secret. By the way, I'm friends with half the people in that movie. so you have the body, you have the power, you are the gatekeeper in the relationship. It doesn't feel that way when you have a relationship with a monster that you need to protect yourself from. But when it's somebody worthy of your deepest admiration and trust, it's a very, very different game. So I could tell that this person was really wonderful, really loved me, really wanted to be with me. And I had no freaking clue how to let money be with me. I was like an Olympic gold medalist at money repulsion. I had those muscles honed in and I didn't know how to do anything else. The great thing about making money a person is now money has a voice. So I asked him, what do you need from me so you can that will allow you to stay with me the way you want to? By the way, that's a very different question than what do you need from me to love me? Because I occasionally people hear me wrong. So I'm just like, "Okay, stopping the record right now. Your money, honey, your new relationship with money, I call it your money, honey. Your money, honey, loves you and loves you more than anybody else in the world. That's that's the rule. If that isn't present, go back and see if there's any money monster residual energy and get rid of it. When you get rid of the monster, all that remains is love. Your new relationship with money feels like a relationship with love, but we call it money because money is that area of life that needs our love and healing so much as individuals and as a species. So I asked my money, honey, what he needed. And he said, I just need you to love me. Stop treating me like a monster, please. And there was such vulnerability and sweetness in that request. And I and I didn't want to be, you know, the, the Reddit thing who AI am I the, yeah, A-I-T-A. I'm not going to curse here, but you know what I'm, am I the, mm. and I was, I was in the relationship and I didn't want to be that person. I wanted to be a good relationship partner. So I said, of course, what does that look like? And then we had a conversation and we made a deal that next time he brought me a gift, which usually looked like somebody who wanted to hire me instead of freaking out when they said, what do you charge? As if I was, had to hide some kind of really shameful, stinky monster, right? I would, my way of saying thank you for the gift would be to state my fee with that energy of love. Like, this is my fee. Isn't he gorgeous? And then, by the way, jumping ahead. The best sales skill on earth is to shut up. And it's so hard, but just say your fee. Whether somebody can afford you or not is none of your darn business. It's not your call to make. Respect the person opposite you as an adult, fully capable of making their own choice. Do not pressure them. Do not trick them. Do not apologize. Just tell them what they need to know and let them decide. And the the more you respect their decision, the the more money you'll make, honestly. Like if you let somebody go, they're more likely to come back or you're creating space for somebody who is just a very easy yes. I like easy yeses. You do not you do not if you're selling something of quality, you do not need to um manipulate or or talk them into anything right? okay so that's a total sidebar but uh it was so uncomfortable like within 24 hours four people called me and hired me for double what i'd ever charged before so i got to try out my commitment i got to try out my promise immediately because i could feel like like you know how like When the vomit is coming up and you can feel it in the back of your throat, I could feel like all the things I used to do wanting to come out of my mouth (laughs) when somebody said I wanted to hire you and I would panic. And I had to be really, really aware of myself and go, "Okay, you're not going to force feed them a sample session because you gave one six months ago and they know they want to hire you. It just shut up and let them know how they can pay you. And I got the first one was the hardest. The second one was easier. The third one was, you know, and then they just kept coming. And by the way, I've made millions of dollars since then. So can I break down my grand tale of transformation into six actionable steps?
0: Absolutely. Share some <laughs> <that
1: knowledge>. <laughs> okay. The first step, and this is the biggest. This is the biggest, this is the least fun for me. It can take the longest. It can take five minutes, it can take six hours. You know, it just, it's like surgery. You open a person up or they open themselves up and you don't know what they're gonna need. So you just stay around for as long as they need it and whatever they need to get to where they need to be. The first step is uncover the root cause. The root cause of why you're protecting yourself. I, I believe that the universe primarily gets our attention through three spiritual teachers: money, love, and health. Try and get them on screen for those watching on screen. And by the way, if if it's if your thing is money, congratulations! That will get your attention immediately. Like you know, the day of will get your attention so that you can address it, and it will fixing that will have ripple effects on everything else. Uh, so the root cause of the money problem or any problem, but especially the money problem, the root cause of your money problem is not your money story. This change your money story, change your life is great marketing copy. It's also completely worthless unless it works for you. Then just disregard everything I say in my experience, because I have coached thousands of people in my clients that made many millions of dollars. I have never, ever, ever found the money monster in the money story. It is what's behind the money story. It's what money represents, or as my husband would like to say, the problem behind the problem. Money is the symptom that gets our attention, but it's not the cause, it's the symptom. So the real problem, the reason we're so weird about money, which is a complete invention anyway, is the stuff money represents is really, really vulnerable. It represents love. Our first experience of money is our parents. They fed us, clothed us, protected us or didn't, loved us or didn't, told us we were worthy and valued or didn't. So that's a place to look. And if you had great parents and some people did, yay, it'll show up elsewhere. Friends, teachers, lovers, business partners, anything that ever made you feel unloved, unworthy or unsafe, accidents, illnesses. If you have an eating disorder, I would use that. I had a client years ago who had 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 such a severe eating disorder for 12 years that the doctors told her that she should be dead based on her vital signs. She tried everything, hypnosis therapy, like everything. When I layered the eating disorder and the the desire to die, that really is an eating disorder, to not exist, to to disappear, the self-loathing, the self-hatred. I know that because I had one when I was a teenager. When I layered that into her monster, that her monster was behind her eating disorder that was trying to kill her and she slayed her monster. I'm jumping ahead. That's step three. The eating disorder went away and it never came back. So not only did she get a new relationship with money, she got a new relationship with herself, life and her body. When I talk about relationship with money, I'm really talking about relationship with life and yourself, but money is a really good doorway into all that. So Uncover the root cause. It's never about money. It's always about love, worth, safety, and power. Anything that has made you feel unloved, unworthy, unsafe, or powerless, throw that in there, especially, especially if it doesn't look like it has anything to do with money. Just follow the energy, follow the pain. You do not need to go so far that you dissociate or harm yourself. We're not here to traumatize you, even though it sounds like it. I promise you. Um, if it's not safe to do it by yourself. Go to my website. Uh, Step two is when you've dug up the root cause, this is the weirdest part, is through a Herculean leap of imagination, you are going to pretend that there is a person who has orchestrated all of that, all of those painful experiences to hurt you and destroy you. This is giving personhood to a lifetime of painful experiences because we can relate to it better as a person than as a string of events and abstract concepts. So step one, uncover the root cause. Give personhood to the cause as if there is somebody out there whose reason for being is to hurt you. So it's all bad there. uh, And and. Warning, spoiler alert, do not make your monster your parents, even if your parents were monstrous. And I've encountered some occasions where that was the case. The reason we will not make, the monster cannot be you, but the monster may sometimes speak to you in your voice to trick you. And it's not your parents, but the monster may have used your parents to hurt you. The reason it's not you or your parents is because step number three is you're going to destroy the monster. <laughs> like really as dramatically and completely as you can imagine. And I know my people are vegan love and light people. I know it. So this can be, this can be really weird for some of you. I call on you to like invoke Spiritual archetypes that demonstrate this, like Archangel Michael or Durga, the goddess Durga, and slay everything that does not get to stay in your life experience. You are choosing you and rejecting the rest. And there's so much wonderful, like hot rising above the victim experience energy in that that warrior experience the victim experience necessary for step one is sacred and powerful it kind of has a heavy sinking feeling now we rise now we use it through like the alchemical fire of transmutation and that's what step three is is destroying the monster saying thou shalt not pass like you're a guardian of a bridge in a monty python movie you know you're just gonna get rid of it and When it's gone and there are no energetic traces, it's going to feel weird. Let me just warn you, it's going to feel weird. It may feel fantastic. Like I've had clients tell me that the sun came out on the other side of the planet while we're on the phone. Sometimes it can feel scary. What it feels is different. It feels empty. That's all I want. Because now you have space for a completely new relationship with money, life, and yourself. And it's going to feel like love. And that's when you can meet your money, honey. Ask your money, honey, what your money, honey, needs he, she, they to be with you the way they so much want to. And then final step, step six. Step one is uncover the root cause. Step two is uh, personify the root cause is your money monster. Step three, destroy your money monster. Step four, meet your money, honey. Step five, have a conversation with your money, honey. Step six is take action, concrete, measurable action that lets you know that this relationship has changed because everything's been going on on the inside, but we want to give physical reality to what has happened to let you know that you're committed to this new relationship. And that's when the wild stuff happens. That's when Katie Curtin is offered $10,000 out of the blue on the phone. Minutes after she took the action, she promised her money, honey, she would take. And I have so many examples of like nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Did you do what you said to your money, honey, you would do? No. And they do it. And boom, that's when things change because you also have to be trustworthy in the relationship because that makes you feel more worthy. Ultimately, relationship with money is relationship with yourself. But to tell somebody to, you should love yourself more is, ah, it may be true, but it's also kind of borderline abusive because now I'm just telling you that you can't even love yourself right. And it's, nobody needs to hear that. So instead, change your relationship with this disgusting, gnarly monster, get rid of him, replace him with love and see yourself through the eyes of love and then take action. And that's when things change.
0: Brilliant. Thank you for sharing all of that. And I don't even need to ask the question, what knowledge would you like to share? Or what action steps could you take? Because <laughs> we've covered it. And I, I'm grateful for your answer. I'm grateful for your steps process. I put here on the screen here to learn more about Morgana Ray. Go visit her website at www.morganaray.com. And uh, Morgana, I believe you said that you were um, you have a a, a a money love quiz. that yeah. Can direct people to and is that on their on your website?
1: Yes, I would. I would go to uh, on my website at MorganaRay.com, spelled just like you're saying on on the podcast. Uh, there are two things. There is my um, Money Magnetic video series. That's really fun to go through. I've covered a lot of it here. There will be some stuff, especially on the third video that we didn't go into here. And I have my money love quiz on the homepage. And that's really useful because like I could say, oh, here's my gift and try to throw the same thing at everybody. And that's really not respectful that people are different and you have your in different places on your journey. I believe we're all on the same journey towards a life focused fully on love, lifestyle and legacy. And that's so in that way, all human beings are alike. But where you are on that journey is going to be different. So this quiz is a very friendly, pain-free, non-judgmental, easy peasy quiz to see where you are and then to make recommendations for your next step. And I always include free stuff too, that is curated specifically to where you are on your journey at MorganaRay.com.
0: Wonderful. Thank you. And thank you for that quiz. I'm gonna definitely go check it out. And I can't wait to hear from my listeners what uh what their score was. And uh, if they want to inquire more, obviously go and visit Morgana at MorganaRay.com. And Morgana, thank you. I know we just barely touched the touched the surface. I know there's so much more to this and there's so much more we could get into. And unfortunately, due to time, we will we will have to do this another time, which I'm excited That's about because there's great. more opportunities for us to uh, dig a little bit deeper. And I, I just want to thank you for your time and your knowledge and for sharing us on how to take a little bit of action towards something greater today. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you uh, uh, want to learn more again, go to Morgana just as it is spelled in the byline below and in the podcast show notes. And with that being said, you guys here is another awesome episode and interview of the circle of knowledge podcast. Join us weekly where we go live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and all of the above, as well as our Monday launches of the episodes on anywhere you find or listen to your podcast. Uh, thank you again, Morgana. And we will have you on another time so that we can get into more of this as we go. Yeah. Wrong out